What's up, fam? And first time fam, welcome to another edition of Man to Man. I'm your host, David Wazicki. Today we are back. A long awaited part two with someone I've been excited to talk to since the end of part one. So we're gonna run we're gonna run his stats back real quick. He's an established music executive, entrepreneur, real estate investor, and now author. And that's what we're really gonna dig into. I'm excited to get into all the things with the one, the only, Benny Pugh. What's up, my brother? What's up, David? How you, man? I'm good. I'm great. I'm great now. Now to be in the presence of greatness. How we doing? <laughs> I, made, I, made, I made the cut. I got back here twice, man. You know I'm excited. There you go. You, you hit us with the icebreaker last time. We talked about masculinity. So we can we can just jump in. I, I'm really excited. Firstly, you know, got to give you all the all the praise and, and success on on the recent release of your book on impact, life, leadership, and betting on yourself available everywhere, Amazon, physical bookstores, all the places. Congrats on that, my brother, because I know writing a book is no small feat. So <laughs> congrats big time on that one. Let me say something. Yes, sir. Um, I must commend and applaud all of the authors out here who actually do this work professionally um, to give us the gifts of, of literature because this process is not a joke. And for everyone who thinks you can wake up one day and go, oh, I can do a book, I can self-publish right. and all of those things or you know, go through one of the, uh, the uh, big publishing houses, it's important to know that this is a true commitment and um, you know, it's, uh, it's important that you respect the process because it's, it's no joke. So I just wanted to take a moment and definitely, um, you know, give acknowledgement to, you know, all the dedicated uh, authors who give us all the great um, literature that we get to. Yeah, I love that. And look, and now, now you're one of them. And I, I appreciate you for it because anybody that has missed out on his backstory, please just do a quick, quick search in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts or on the Black Love Plus app. Type in Benny Pugh, P-O-U-G-H, and it will pop up. You will be moved as I was. And that's why I'm so excited to dig into the book. So without pausing and without further ado, <laughs> let's get into it, my brother. Can you tell me a little about this book and what motivated you to start writing? So it was um, the near-death car accident. I never had any aspirations of, of being an author or putting a book together, although the majority of my life I spent in the music business, you know, I've, I've had real estate, um, you know, I've uh, been an entrepreneur, I've worked corporate. And the um, thing that galvanized all of this was hitting a tree at 90 miles an hour and sustaining a level two concussion where you black out between a uh, minute and five, L3, L4 vertebrae fracture, bulging disc in my back. Uh, we hit the tree so hard that it lacerated my liver uh, which I lost half my blood supply and then, um, you know, uh, had internal damages, internal damage to, to my intestines that had to be re removed. So in that moment, God put this book inside of me. So it's definitely divine. And it's called On Impact, you know, both literally and figuratively um, describes, you know, the moment of change. And for me, 
um, it, it was definitely the beginning of, of moving forward. And IMPACT is an acronym which stands for Intuition, Mastery, Pivot, Authenticity, Connection, and Teamwork. And the book allows the reader to go through my journey from 11 years old delivering newspapers um, to modern day. So it's an inspiration, motivational business book. And at the end of each chapter is what I've put together called a hit list. So it's takeaways from the chapter for people to pretty much go, if Benny can do it, I can do it too. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's powerful. That, I mean, that, that sounds insightful and it sounds like a lot. I mean, whew. Okay. So you are giving people your life journey. So we're, we're going beyond this epiphany that you had in this unfortunate, but looking back kind of fortunate, uh, moment from a higher power to say, okay, Benny, <laughs> Here it is. It's time to um, a, a phrase you you say a lot on, on social. Time to bet on yourself, and uh, <laughs> God said, "Okay, it's your turn." And and so here we are, where you're betting on yourself, and you, and you're really, I mean, you're outlining a lot more than this moment. So, why the importance of your journey from 11 years old? With, with those newspaper routes to to this moment of impact and and beyond why why covering the the whole lifetime so we came from pretty humble beginnings and realizing if you look at you know the majority of the population most people come from humble beginnings so that's why the book i think aligns with more people um in all different sects races religions um because most of us start you know at uh at a point that we look up to go, we want more for ourselves. So for me, I isolated looking at my first job at 11 years old, which was probably a, the most important moment, one of the most important, but the most prof profound professional moment for me, which I talked to in the book, how I, how I got to doing the uh, paper route was um, negotiating with my parents not to go down south and be on the farm um, for the summer. So I kept the uh, paper route because uh, had I left, um, somebody would have taken the route. I wouldn't have had it, you know, come uh, two months later. So my father decided that it was okay. And from that point forward, up until the accident, I'd never stopped working. So I've been working since I was 11 years old to the day of the accident, which I still had a job and only you know, after as severe as the accident was, I only took off 60 days, which, you know, that's a whole nother story because one thing that we realize trauma happens in more than just physical, but also in the mental perspective. So yeah. I think it's really important for people who are stuck where they are, stuck in relationships, um, don't understand where their opportunities are coming from, um, don't know what the next steps are for them in their lives, how to deal with with circumstances that uh, aren't flattering or circumstances that you didn't expect. I talk and touch about all of these things in real life terms, in real life, in real time, on what happened to me in this in this. And through all of that, you can move yourself onward and forward to be the best version of yourself. And it just depends on how you measure success. And for me, I don't think success has happened for me yet. I think success is coming. Wow. That's <laughs> still think it's coming. So you, so everything you've done up until this point is still on this journey. What, what's your definition of success? 
you know, people measure success in all different in di- all different ways. Sure. For me, is to resonate um, amongst millions, you know, um, or my life to value and matter and have purpose. And I think at this point in my life, the things that I've done can help me move forward and touch as many people as possible. Without a book, people wouldn't have heard of me. You just wouldn't have. I mean, in the music circles, um, you know, it's a different conversation, or, you know, my peers. But now to touch the masses with a product that I stand behind and that I think changes lives. Um, I get a lot of response and action from people who read the first chapter and um, a couple folks who uh, actually had an opportunity to read the entire book. Um, you know, just the feedback from if no more than one person that what you're giving is something I needed means everything. So that's why I feel the level of success for me is continual. It's not a matter of measuring uh, a particular circumstance. Mm, I love that. I love that. And I, I, and I love how you're defining success because it goes so much deeper. And I think a lot of people, again, as you, as you mentioned, everybody defines success differently, superficial money, certain career goal. And now I made it to president or CEO. So now, uh, you know, I'm successful or, you know, for me, it, it resonates because I'm a big believer in your type of success that you're looking to do, which is impact. And it, it does really, you know, it, it's a, it's a phrase we hear tossed around a lot, but if you can truly impact one person, that in itself is a win. That in, exce- in itself is a success. Think about it, David, what you just said. And sometimes that one person might just be yourself. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be someone else. If you can change your thinking and change your way for happiness, then you've actually satisfied the purpose because you're living a different life. As you said, we all have, or some of us still do, you know, we get caught up in the trappings of life offers. So, you know, you have to know how to balance and juggle and what's the value of it. What's been really integral for me is looking at life. And as what you just asked me earlier, how do you, you know, how you value success is, is having my time and the value of my time. Because someone who was in a near-death car accident and realizing at that moment, everything could have been taken away or everything could have changed or I could have gone on, right? So for me, realizing how important it is living in the day and living in the moment means more than, you know, if you have $10 million, $15 million, $30 million, $100 million, just think about it, right? With Steve Jobs, all the money he had, you think if he couldn't buy it, give it all, push it all on the table, for one more day, he wouldn't have. Of course he would have. Because dying a wealthy man or broke man doesn't matter. It's, you know what, it's, it's, it's how did you live? And ultimately, how you live is what you leave. And that's how you'll be remembered and live forever. If you really truly want to live forever. But, you know, in the physical state, there's, you know, it's finite. So you can... Gucci it out, powder it out, bends it out. Sure. But it don't matter at the end of the day, right? <laughs> right. In, in the grand scheme, right? Or would you rather have like, you know, MLK Boulevard, right? Mm, yeah. In every city in the, right? Right. Except Arizona, right? But, right. but you understand. <laughs> yeah. We got 49 out of 50. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
you know, that's when the value comes and the simple things that we do matter. You know, calling a loved one, just telling them I love you, mm. right? Waking up every day, taking that walk, going to the job you love. Mm. You know, that's success. Yeah. Being at a job you love is success. Yeah. I'm with all of this. And be- because <laughs> we keep touching and we keep going a little bit deeper, I want to touch on the first letter of your acronym because I truly feel that is what led you. That's where that divinity mm-hmm. came in intuition. Mm-hmm. You know, my quick commentary on it is again, to something you you mentioned earlier around success and a lot of people being caught up in the trappings. And for me, I, I called the trappings the noise and all of that noise. You're not able to hear the loudest, which is all, also the quietest voice, that intuition, which is divinity, to be able to lead you towards your purpose, to be able to lead you towards that which led you. I mean, in your case, it was this, you know, this huge circumstance, but I I think it also did allow you to tap into this intuition. Uh, So if you wouldn't mind, because I do believe that is the starting point to get towards your purpose. If you can touch on intuition and, and why that's, that's a part of your acronym. So intuition has been the guiding force of, of my life and decision-making be it, it be personal, corporate, walking down the street, new acquaintance, old acquaintance, is really being honed in and focused on the energy that you give. And more importantly, knowing what's best for me and understanding and reading those circumstances and making the best decision. You know, I've never get mad at anyone in, in uh, situations where I feel someone's got the betterment of me because I've already felt it in the beginning. Hmm. So if I allow myself now to expose myself to something I know better, then you take the consequences because you're gambling. Right. But the caution light has gone off. And that happens a lot with folk. You know, we think we can change circumstances. We can change people that are out of our control and our power to do. And we become wishful and hopeful. But what, what I talk about in the book and also in my life is the fact that you have to pay close attention to those signs. And sometimes those choices, although they're not comfortable, they're best for you. Mm. I love that. I love that. I want to jump from intuition to authenticity because when you can listen to that guidance, it does lead to your authentic self. I, you know, I also believe, again, going back to how we started you get caught up in all the things. And I think a lot of people are chasing, especially now with social media and media consumption and, you know, the grass is greener and trying to keep up. And what you mentioned earlier with, you know, all all the, you know, dropping all the, the fashion label brands, it's like, are you being your true self or are you mimicking what you see out there that you think to be true, that you think to be successful, that you think to be the thing that's going to make you happy. And I feel that's also this lifelong search for a lot of people is finding that authentic self, which is your authentic voice, which again, I feel, you know, goes hand in hand with, with intuition. So authenticity, I think people overthink what it is. And ideally it's just truth. Right. It's, it's truth to oneself. And ideally for me, I didn't last 
in the music business in a corporate perspective because you know I was a great earner. Um, you know, I was connected. I was able to manage uh, big artists or, or, or manage up properly and manage down properly inside of the organization. It's just that people believed who I was. People knew what I said I meant. People knew if I said it and it didn't benefit me, then it wasn't something that I would do just because. My words and my actions were always going to stand and resonate. You know, I had no problem speaking religion right, in hip hop. Right. right now, I'm not Jesus, so don't be like. But Benny, I saw you with that champagne. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Right, you're not following me. Yo, you gotta go get your good booking. Right, I'm not right. that. My point is, you know, there's integrity that's right. involved. Yes. right. What you say is, is what you mean. And you mean what you say. And, you know, the authentic part is, is what you see is what you get as simplistic as that is. So, you know, I think when, when we talk about authenticity, we get, we get so caught up in, you know, the words and the language and all of that and just realize it's just truth, you know, being truthful. And in those stories in the book, that's where I'm vulnerable and exposing like, Hey, listen, I'm not perfect either. And I would never perceive myself to be perfect because I'm not. We all broken in some circumstance, some point that either you know or you don't know, but it's a matter of how you build yourself and you expose yourself and you develop yourself and you grow yourself to help someone else as well as help yourself. And that what you say, you mean, and that's the truth. <laughs> I also think this particular part of the acronym is probably from your, you know, I got to say it because I'm from New York. I think that's partially a New York thing. I think, <laughs> you know, yeah. word is bond. Your word is your bond. Word is bond. <laughs> um, right? <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's so funny. We used to just flip that as kids and we didn't even understand. No I know I didn't. Like when, when I was a kid, you just heard your uncles or somebody yeah. say, word is bond. <laughs> you just thought it was, you know, yeah. reading. Then when you go to, you got older and your mind developed, and you realize, wow, your word is your bond. <laughs> that's, that's a covenant, a right? Yes. That's yes. That's a commitment. That's all of that. That's all you have is that. That's not on paper, right? No one can follow you around and aha you. Once you get it and you speak it, then it's so. And that means a lot. You know, I wish we would have known that <laughs> walk, walking those New York streets <laughs> that we were speaking right. some big truth, right. but it is, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> I also feel like, you know, again, to the simplicity of things, I feel like in how we were raised and, and being brought up, and again, I'm going to bring it back to New York, I just feel like there are those certain isms that you hear, whether it's a rap lyric, whether it's, you know an unfortunate circumstance of, yes, you know, illegal things. But out of that, there were these truths that came out that that people lived, that people experienced, and then they effectively storytell it to you so you don't get into those same trappings so that you can avoid certain things or your word being your bond to tap in and really mm -hmm. understand, as you said, and I, I love this word, a covenant, a covenant and an understanding of that. As you move through life, I man, that that hit me different because I, now I'm connecting, you know, our, our past with the present right now, and really understanding the right. the 
the weight that that carries, and it all comes back to your truth. And social media doesn't truly allow you to have yours, <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> your bond, because most of it's pretend. Yeah. It's pretend. Yeah. Right. And people who you actually start to become what you are and who you're around and what you're about. So if you pretending all the time, showing all the time, being something you're not, then what mm. is your word? Like who? Because you're not true to yourself. So social media, unfortunately, doesn't even allow you to be true to yourself. So why am I going to believe <laughs> Right. Facts. Facts. Right? Like, everybody's a motivator. Yo, everybody's an expert. Yo, everybody has the answer with no credentials. Yeah. And people follow these people. So, you know, I think as, as we start to, um, people tap into, like, your show people have an opportunity to read my book, people have an opportunity to sift through, you know, the 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 real aspect of what people look and value life and the importance of life. That then change will happen. Because once we start stop chasing things, you'll appreciate the value of every day in the life that you have. Yeah, that's real. That is real and I, you know, that <laughs> brings to mind your other acronym on pivoting and and being able to I, and I think in in this term make that realization is when you can again pivot back to to your authentic self pivot to something bigger than yourself and pivot to the truth um and while I'm saying pivot over and over again <laughs> is there is there some commentary that you would like to add or, around that acronym absolutely and it became very challenging. And, you know, even that word pivot, you know, we, it's, it's used lightly in conversations, but it's, it's really, um, it's really a difficult action to do. Um, and pivoting, whether it's in your career, a job that, you know, you're comfortable in, you get the every two weeks might not be a best circumstance. It's hard for you to go to the unknown. That's why people stay on jobs as long as they do. And in careers they don't like, is because at least you know, you know, it's the devil you yep. know kind of thing versus the one you don't. And what I speak to a lot in in the book is I've actually worked 60 some odd jobs. Like I'm talking about like real W-2, <laughs> <laughs> right? I've done that because it wasn't best for me. You know, the last seven jobs that I had in the music business, I left them all, you know, at the top of my game, you know? Wow. So it wasn't about, because for me, the interest was not about what I could do, it was what I needed to do. And obviously every job that I left, I, I created a crew, I created a team, and those people now have an opportunity to flourish. Go on, create a new team, develop, teach. Those people have an opportunity. So now everyone is growing, not just, you know, I'm sitting at the top of the hill. And also too, it speaks to, okay, are you really as good as you think you are? If you are, then what you what are you afraid of? And if you love where you are, then love it for all the right reasons. So if not, you know, what's really important, if you're really chasing this truth, is to make sure that you're making all the best decisions along the way. And pivot is necessary to make a change in direction. Right. That's really all we talk about, making a simple change in direction in your personal life, your professional life, and, you know, in some instances, um, your spiritual life. And, and I've learned all of that in making uh, the choices um, 
corporate, personally, and spiritually. So it's uh, it's been an amazing journey. I love that. I love that pivot. Wow, that's <laughs> powerful one. Um, you also mentioned you you were just mentioning all the jobs, all the W twos <laughs> that you stacked in, in your in your lifetime so far. You also mentioned making and creating all of these teams. What it sounded like, but I don't want to put words in your mouth that there's a level of mentorship that you were providing. Do you feel that was key in any part of your story along the way as well? Well, I had some really great mentors. I didn't get here by myself. And the people that were who came in my life and were necessary at each point in my development. You know, I'd maxed out what I could do on my own and I needed that senior leadership and guidance from those people who've seen it before. And I think that's what we miss a lot um, or what's missed a lot in this generation is the communication between the people who have the knowledge, who have seen it, and the people who now, you know, are yearning for what's next. And unfortunately, that breakdown of communication is 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 what's not helping, you know, our generation um, to help the, the generation behind move forward and the generation behind us to help improve and lift by teaching us as well. So it's, you know, it's a symbiotic relationship between old and new. And I think what's separated, we are now at a separation where people who are in this tech age, you know, they believe they have all the answers and, you know, people, they're, they're smarter than everyone else. Well, guess what? I think it was pretty important for you know, I guess the Wright brothers to create a, you know, <laughs> you know people like, like, yo, like, dude, amazing things have happened through the course of man. So just because the computer, the advent of the computer doesn't, and you can type with it with your two fingers faster than someone could from home row, none of those things really matter if, if we're not getting the true education that's needed on both ends, giving and receiving, receiving and getting. Powerful. Again, folks, this is why <laughs> I was so excited to bring Benny back. I mean, I, I feel like with every single word that you have in your acronym, they are all just hitting on that aspect of life that that is that is so critical. I, I know there's a few more in here that I, I don't want to rush you through, but um, you know, we we didn't touch on mastery, connection, and teamwork. Gotta, they got to say something for the book, man. They got to go to the book for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's why, you know, we, we got halfway through it. <laughs> Benny, loving this as always. Let me, uh, let me ask you this. I know we touched on it a little bit the last conversation, but at this point, with it being a wellness conversation and a wellness podcast, and you have touched upon many things to improve our wellness in all, all aspects, honestly, uh, of our life, are, are there any either new routines or, or some routines that you live by on a day-to-day where you're like, if I don't do X, Y, Z, my day is not complete? Uh, yeah. Um, definitely if I don't pray. If, if, if I don't take the time for that peace and solace, it takes me, um, I'm, not, I'm not all the way aligned. That's that's really really important to me, and second to that would be hiking, because I actually get really connected um, with God in the universe, being outdoors, walking in the wilderness. You know, feeling like a lot of my friends, 
they'll say to me, oh, you going to the mountain, Moses? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? And it's, and it's just different because I used to run, which I'm going to do again. And I talk about it in, in the book. I ran a marathon. And after the accident, I wasn't, um, you know, with the uh, back issues. You know, my, my new 100% is 80%. So, um, you know, running was one of the things that uh, I couldn't do um, consistently and haven't done in years. Um, but I'm, I'm figuring that out now because I don't want to ever be in a situation where there's nothing I can't do. Uh, I want to give it my best trying to do it. So maybe I can't run the marathon in the time that I finish, but you know, there are blind people who finish the marathon. You know, there are people, um, handicapped folks that, that, cause I had a friend actually who, who ran the marathon with, with blind people tethered. Um, there are amputees that run run the marathon. So just because I have a bad back doesn't mean that I should let that take control over me for me not to do something I enjoy to do. So I'm going to start training um, uh, once again and getting that done. So love it, Benny. Love that. Love that. I also love the hiking aspect. Whenever whenever you come back in LA. I'm here for you. I'm all about the hike. I'm all about the nature divine connection. It is, I mean, nature is God. I mean, we are all, we are part of nature. We are connected to nature and, you know, again, just us being in modern times, air quotes, it's like we've disconnected from the essence. Like nature is the essence of God. We are the essence of God. Therefore, we are connected to nature and it's powerful. It's powerful, you know, going to the beach. It's powerful putting your feet in the sand, putting your feet in the dirt, taking in that air, being amongst the trees. Like that's all you're you're picking up on God's essence and that vibe. And that's why I can hear it. Like when, when you started uh mentioning hiking, like it it's a it's a beautiful, spiritual, fulfilling uh activity to do. Um and yeah, when, whenever you're back out here, I'm, I'm oh, here. Oh, I'm hold you to that, brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. Here for it all day, all day, man. Again, as always, um, I'm always, always feeling so full and whole when I'm done with this conversation <laughs> with uh, <laughs> with my New York brother Benny. The book is out now. Again, title of that book being on impact life leadership and betting on yourself out everywhere. The pre-orders were crazy. So I know <laughs> they're flying off the digital shelves. They're flying off the physical shelves right now. And I hope this moves people to do the same thing and, and make that improvement and bet on yourself as well. Uh, Black Friday cometh, audio version coming out. And then I believe, do you have something kicking off the beginning of the year. Yes, um, sir. It's your time conference. Let's talk about it. It's your time conference. So it's actually the uh, literal version of the book. If you think about it, it's um, it's your time. When you think about that, right? People don't have the motivation to figure out when it's when it's what they need to accomplish and how they need to accomplish and the tools that they need to accomplish where they want to go. So what I put together is a conference that we're holding ML Code Weekend in Charlotte. And what it will be is two days of audition, Thursday and Friday. Uh, we'll have full day of panels on Saturday, full days of panels on Sunday, which will be 
wellness, hip um, uh, wellness, uh, hip hop and spirituality. We're gonna have crypto panels. We're gonna how to get in the music business. We're gonna have uh, estate planning. You know how to be successful in real estate. We'll have mortgage broker, real or realtor, um, as well as some um, some bankers um, there as well, and a whole host of different people that we've confirmed. Um, in the music industry that will be participating in panels and doing keynote speaking. And at the end, on Sunday, we will um, hold the uh, uh, the finale for the people who audition, get an opportunity to be seen by some real music executives. We will give someone a grand prize of $10,000 that night, zelled right to their account. So it won't be one of those situations. Wow. Did they ever get that money? No, nah, they got it. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds incredible, mm-hmm. and it sounds like a beautiful opportunity. When can the good people check this out or or get more information on oh, it? Oh, they can go to um, either Benny Pugh um, at BennyPugh.com, or they can go to It's Your Time Conference. There we go. There we go. People, check that out. That sounds amazing. Uh, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Benny, I mean, thank you again for coming back for this amazing part to all the success with your book. Again, fam, one last time, make sure to pick up your copy on Impact Life Leadership and betting on yourself right now. I mean, the gems <laughs> that were dropped here is only a fraction and we only got through half of them. So we, we need to check out the, the other half. I'm sure it's just as, if not more impactful to get that holistic view. Uh Benny, any last words before we uh, take off? I think what's most important, man, is to acknowledge what you're doing and how special it is for me to be on this show and also give your fans Mm. and your audience the opportunity to realize, like, you know what, there's power in change and change in voices. So listen to the voices that matter and zone out the ones that don't. And Dave is definitely one of the ones you need to hold near and dear. So most importantly, man, listen. Um, go support a local author and definitely help me out. <laughs> uh, Benny Pugh and Amazon, um, Barnes and Noble and wherever you find your books. There you go. I love that. And I appreciate you for that sentiment, Probably. Benny. I received that. Thank you, brother. Um, and check Benny out on the social simply at Benny Pugh, B-E-N-N-Y-P-O-U-G-H. And as always, make sure to tell another brother, king, or queen about man-to-man so we can keep these combos going and keep building each other up. And if you want to hear from more folks like the beautiful Benny here, hit me up at Waziki, W-A-S-I-C-K-I. Let me know who you want on here after hearing this, if it has made an impact, but on boom let Benny know. Hit him up on the socials. Let him know what it's done for you. And let's keep the conversations going. Let's keep it flowing. If you love it, rate us, review us. Let's keep this man-to-man movement movement moving. (laughs) Until next week, fam, peace, love, and bet on yourself. Yes, sir.